This is CyberSound, your simplified and fundamentals-focused source for all things cybersecurity, with your hosts, Jason Pufal, Stephen Maresca, and Matt Fusaro. Welcome to CyberSound. I'm your host, Jason Pufal, uh, with Matt Fusaro and Steve Maresca, as always. Hey, hey guys. Hello. So it's been a year, and a whole year. Uh, so you know, and, and so today is a, a variety of things, right? Where I think we're going to talk a little bit about uh, what we learned about podcasting over the last year. Since fr- frankly, right? And actually, I think that's going to come up even in the even in <laughs> some uh, some of this. Um, none of us were have ever done a podcast prior to this. Uh, none of us has ever set up the, the, the any of the technical stuff that's needed to to produce it. Uh, this whole thing was new right from the start, and and it's interesting. I think the first thing that I've learned is it takes a lot of time. And I think as evidenced by the fact that we still haven't officially added Matt to the Welcome to CyberSound blurb <laughs> at the beginning. Because right? it feels like each time we sit down to record, uh, we're, we're kind of running in. We've got, our, we've got our scripts ready and things that we want to talk about. But it's, it always feels like it's the 11th hour even getting all this stuff together. I, once I'm in the intro, though, that means I got to stay. Yeah. So, <laughs> You're still I, on I the like fringe. Like <laughs> You're not committed officially. <laughs> Um, I, for me, I think it, it, I think it struck me over the year, just how much work it actually is to put on a good podcast. It is yeah. a lot of technical effort, collecting the, the, the content, doing all of the editing, promoting it. You know, I think there's, there's, we've hit 2000 downloads, which is cool. But then ultimately, that probably means we're closer to, you know, say 40 to 50 per episode, which is lower than I'd like, right? I don't think that, I don't think that we've gotten the, the ears on this that I'd like, and I think we need to do a lot more promotion. I mean, that's, that's certainly a takeaway for me. Yeah, I mean, this content is always hard to present to people, right? A lot of the times we're getting into the technical weeds of some stuff. So, you know, we're doing our best to make it entertaining, get it to people that can, can, they can consume what we're talking about. Uh, this isn't an easy topic for sure. <laughs> and, you know, some of that is simply <clears throat> tuning to our particular audience, which has shifted a little bit right. as, as we've progressed. Um, certainly we're responding to some degree in terms of uh, shares and viewership and, you know, the, the episodes that actually perform better. But we're still finding ourselves even today. Uh, yeah. And, and, you know, no offense to Steve, uh, adding, adding Matt helped. Uh, <laughs> three people it, it, it makes it so more much. conversational I think when really at the beginning the first four episodes were pretty rough I'd say from a production standpoint because we really had some Bush League equipment in here um, I think you and I were kind of getting a voice a bit and it wasn't too far I mean you, you've probably been in what 40 of the 50 podcasts I would guess I mean it really wasn't long before you yeah, jumped in I'd say it was lame yeah it was quick but, but it was better They're, having three people really changes the conversational yeah it's an improved dynamic by far yeah no doubt um so i think that was definitely good i I, it actually gives me some real respect for the folks who who do produce their own podcast and they're they're their own person doing it that's a lot of work yeah it's got to be i i've learned one specific thing i detest the sound of my own voice Ah, i love the sound of your voice oh oh, thank you (laughs) the I, i i do I don't know that I necessarily prefer having guests, but I do like adding sort of that that element as well. So I think the fact that we mixed, you know, guest speakers in with just stuff that we've done on our own has actually been a nice mix 
Um, and most of those have gone, I, I mean, really well. Uh, people seem interested in doing the podcast, which is kind of fun. That That's unexpected. I didn't expect pretty much every single person we ever asked to do it to say yes. I, you know, I thought yeah. there'd be more resistance to it. But that that people, I think people, they like the idea of getting on air. And certainly for me, those are the more interesting topics and uh, interesting conversations because we don't really know where it's going to go. And half of that is the fun. Right. Yeah. I think we need to fight more. We do need to. We do. Yeah, yeah we don't disagree. Yeah, we enough. agree on everything all the time. It's so boring. <laughs> the trouble we don't we don't agree when we're off air. So I don't I don't know why. I know we, it's true. We, we we come on here and all of a sudden we have the same idea. We're so all pl- also pleasant. Uh, yeah. So those the dyna- the being sort of enthusiastic and dynamic sometimes is a little tough, especially. When you're actively doing you know, client work and you're like, oh, I gotta, I've got to get a podcast in in the next hour, and you're, you're shifting. Right? That, so it's not always easy. This, this isn't our full-time job. Yeah, I'd say that's probably, believe it or not, the hardest part about this. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Getting in the right headspace is really difficult at times. We may prep a week prior, but that feels like a month and a half, so, you know, depending upon what in, you know, comes in between. Man. Yeah, we're jumping in and out of meetings in between recordings and whatnot. It's uh, it's interesting, <laughs> but but it's been fun. I, personally, I've enjoyed it. I mean, I, I think it's I think it's a neat thing to do. I really am committed this year to promoting it more. You know, I think if we get honestly, I know for me, if we get more ears on it, uh, it will feel like a better use of time. Because every once in a while, I'll roll in thinking, "All right, you know, here we are again." But uh, how do we get more people to listen to it? And I think that's got to be a key thing coming into the next year. Yeah, you know, hopefully we're making content that's useful and going to make some waves, hopefully. So on that, I would say we did start this saying we don't want it to be a marketing-heavy thing. Right? We don't want to promote ourselves. We don't want to promote products. And I think we've really done a nice job staying true to that. You, We haven't avoided it altogether, and I think you know that, that's fair too. But really, we have erred on the side of education and trying to produce content that you know people make some value out of. And I really think we've done that. Yeah, I mean, I know we we try to avoid promoting products, but sometimes it's it's good to, to let people know, hey, you know, these types of things are out here. Here are the vendors. You know, I think a lot of people are scared to like name a solution a lot of times, and you know, that, I think that just adds to confusion a lot. And you know, I think it's okay that we bring it up every now and then. I agree, but plus, there, it's undeniable that we have some favorites, personal oh, or course, organizational. Yeah. You know. Th- there are some key players in the market. It seems silly not to mention them at times. But, you know, all the same, you know, if I mention one, I'm going to be careful to mention a competitor and say, hey, they're both appropriate, perhaps for your org, depends on each. You know, that sort of thing, that balance is important to me, at least. So we do have, and none of us, none of us has seen it, right? So uh, Danielle, who is uh, new to the Vancord team, who is uh, assisting with all things marketing, has put together a list of, what, six or seven uh, different podcast snippets uh, for us to hear and then maybe sort of react to. So I don't know what they are yet. And so she's going to play those, and I think we're going to start with one now uh, from Episode 7, the Silver Bullets versus Snake Oil episode, which I don't know that it included Matt. I think that was maybe just a Steve and, a, a Steve and me. So let's see what we got. You're saying a variant of what I did a moment ago. So I'll touch on two things. So one, I love to regurgitate things that you say. So uh, so I have no I have no shame in that whatsoever. So listening to that, I think there's a lot. <laughs> there, there remains a lot of truth in that comment. Uh, I, I you know, I'm good at uh, 
listening and digesting and, and maybe sometimes parroting something back. I'm, yeah, I'm okay with that. I have no pride. But we've done our share of co-speaking at, at presentations and so forth over the years. We have a tendency to sort of, uh, I don't know, ping pong toward a point. Yeah, finish and, thoughts. And that, yeah, that, that's part of the problem. But And I think that a lot of that comes from a long history of working together. I mean, we do it when we write and we certainly do it when we speak, no doubt. It can be a good thing. I hope so. <laughs> All right. So our, our, I think our next episode is episode 21, uh, which probably actually is my kind of my favorite, uh, which is the how does Santa really know what to bring you? Uh, and, and actually, I think that is that remains our highest downloaded episode. Uh, so not just my favorite, I guess. Yeah. I mean, when we hit more more lighthearted tone and it, it just makes things a little easier, more fun for everybody. Uh, so... You know, Santa, though, he's jumped into the 21st century. We all know that. Uh, he clearly knows when you're sleeping and when you're awake. Right? I mean, it's something he's been concerned about for a long time. He's put a lot of effort into collecting that data. Uh, I'm curious to know how we actually get to that. Do you guys have any insight in that at all? Well, you know, the, the elves have a uh, health and wellness division now. They make the sleep number beds. So, you know, they know exactly when you're sleeping, whether you're uncomfortable, whether you're hot, whether you're cold. It, you know, makes sense. They know when you're sleeping. So are they, are they tracking that somewhere, though, or where's that data go? Well, that's a good question, isn't it? It is. You know, it, a lot, we'd like to think we know where that stuff goes and that it stays on your phone or at least within that company. But we know that's probably not 100% true. And you know, I'm not a lawyer, so I haven't read all the, the terms and conditions that uh, I, I, I all have... the elves have been writing. <laughs> My God. Yeah, that, that episode was fun. It was. It, but it was also – it was a lot more to plan than some of the others in, in some ways, right? Because we really had to think about how to be a little bit uh, creative to drag in technology and couple it with something like that. I, I think we should, we should try to find ways to do that. You know, more more often. I think every single time, right, takes away from the spirit of what we're doing. But you know, quarterly or something, tie it with a holiday, or or, or just let out the inner goofball a little more. Yeah, yeah. I think we should qualify Jason's planning. <laughs> right, I'm pretty sure that that was we were pulled into a conference room for about ten minutes and mm-hmm. said we gotta we gotta figure this episode out. <laughs> the, the usual line from Jason is, uh, "Oh, I didn't spend any time thinking about this. Uh, well, let's go." Uh, okay, yeah, that, that, and out pop that. So, so that's fair enough. Uh, so maybe we need to plan uh, just add them out over the next year. <laughs> fair point. All right. So the next one, episode forty-six, uh, revisiting cybersecurity fundamentals. So so let's take a step back. What do we mean by fundamentals? I, I mean, I hear that, and I think steps that every single person or organization needs to take to fulfill their minimum defensive uh, expectations for security. And I would, I would argue if we go through this list, almost all of them can be done for free. Uh, you know, there, there's a couple in here that I think that probably might have a cost. It might be a little bit more robust than your home user. But for the most part, there, cost isn't a barrier to doing these. It's just a matter of making sure that you've got the sort of the operational maturity or at least some routine built in to do these things or just forethought, which is, right. you know, half the, half the battle. Right. Yeah. Making sure you've got a process to do this and make sure you're spending time on it. Someone following up and saying, Hey, you know, did we do these things this year or this month or this quarter or whatever it is? Right. Right. And, and, you know, this year sounds long, but the reality is in some cases it is 
hey, at least you did that last year, right? Which is right. better than not doing it at all. Uh, all right. So, so we're all comfortable saying every single person who's listening to this, it's a valuable podcast because it's something that you can do personally, you know, at your workplace, whatever it is, but everybody needs to be doing this. This is yeah. the preventative maintenance on your vehicle or your, right. your health kind of conversation for security. I mean, let's face it. We all agree with the things that we brought up the first time we did it. We weren't happy with it. It was recorded. We wanted to run it back. And, and every single thing in there remains true today. Right. Yeah, oh, that, that, was a, that was a re-recorded? That was a re-recorded. Yeah, I mean, just for people's awareness, we do that with some degree of frequency. When we know we've fallen flat ourselves, it, it does produce a better outcome. Well, our first episode was the fundamentals. Remember oh, that? That's that, right. That, that, was, that was the one that really sounded like we were in a tin can. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that all that's true. And, I, you know, listening to it, the one thing that does jump out to me is we certainly all sound different, right? I think we have different inflections. We have real different tonal qualities. It should be easy to pick out who we are when, when people are listening, I think. So now we're going to turn to episode 43, uh, which actually had a guest star, uh, Lynn Friedman from Robinson Cole. Uh, what would you do, the value of acting out an attack? Anytime a company is is really talking about vulnerabilities, talking about paths that they would take in scenarios and in, in security incidents, talking about maybe some weaknesses in their plans and in their procedures, you you want to protect that in the event that um, down the road there's an incident and a company gets sued because all of the information, you know, discovery and litigation can be very, very broad. And, and part of that could encompass your preparation for a security incident. What policies and procedures did you have in place? Did you test? Did you, um, did you audit? Were there, were there findings? All of these things ultimately may be discoverable to, uh, in litigation. And usually if you're upfront and honest about your, and transparent about your weaknesses, if that's in documentation, it can be used against you in, you know, in the future, if you're in litigation. That was all in. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's a good example of a, a really valuable guest. Um, it's not often that you know, that perspective comes into information security from true practitioners. So her being, you know, an actual legal counsel is very helpful. Um, I think part of our function here is bringing in those outside perspectives because otherwise it's too easy to be mired and not see the forest through the trees, even for people who are sufficiently skilled at the specialization. Yeah, I agree. And I think that kind of highlighted the value of bringing in those guests, right? I mean, we, we try to be experts in a lot of things here. Being a security expert, you, you end up having to learn quite a few different disciplines, you know, legal being one of them, but it's nice to have uh, someone with her perspective on those things. Yeah, there's there's a danger in being a hyper-specialized generalist. Right. <laughs> exactly. I, I mean, I'm just surprised how often we have to sort of move into that legal space or the, you know, interpretation space and, you know, things that when we started this, you know, a long time ago, you know, it, it wasn't a thing that you thought about. It was all about, you know, speeds and feeds and controlling data. And now it's, you know, a lot of our podcasts are regulatory, compliance, assessments, legal, et cetera. 
it, we are reflecting the maturation of our industry. Right. You know, right. architects, they're PEs. They, they are certified engineers. That is nothing like the cybersecurity industry or computer industry in general. And that that's the path. The So we're going to segue into episode 37, which is the ins and outs of cyber warfare. Uh, so I'll be, I'm really curious to see what comes to this one because I remember we spent a lot of time talking about how we'd want to position this one. Exactly. Right. The speed of information right. travels. What's the um, the adage? Um, truth flies more slowly than than falsehood or something to that effect. I'm, I'm butchering it. But yeah, I don't the, know. The point, that works. But yeah. The point <laughs> remains, right? Uh, that sounded like a Steveism. Uh, yes. <laughs> for sure. For sure. A, a poorly paraphrased idiom. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Typically from the 1900. Oh. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think you're a little too recent. 1830. Yeah. 1800s? Is yeah. That, is that your sweet yep. spot? I mean, he, we, there's been a couple of conversations in preparation for this where I know Matt and I have looked at each other saying, uh, we have no idea where Steve's headed with this. Like, <laughs> yeah. what, what is what is that idea? Yeah, sometimes <laughs> it's a good thing that these things are video recorded. Well, <laughs> it, it, is worth, it is worth kind of pointing out that we are thinking out loud when preparing to each other, and that <laughs> yeah. can take many different forms. It's fair. Do you do more thinking out loud maybe than we do for some of these things? But... <laughs> Yeah, but that, that's a good one. I mean, truth does uh, flow more slowly than... I, I want to look that up now. Hold on a second. All right, you better do it quick. It's bothering you that much, huh? It he does. does. He wants to know. <laughs> Shush now. We're going to have to get it in there. That There are many variants of that one. I can't find it easily. It doesn't matter. That's fine. All right. Uh, and episode 18, uh, automotive hacking. Should you be worried or dude... Who stole my car? <laughs> I think that was yours. You were, you were always a good one for coming up with the creative oh, alternate yeah. titles. Yep, that's true. So you know, how much do we have to think about that, though? So I, I, I'll, I'll speak for myself. I can't wait for the truly autonomous vehicle, right? I can just sit there <laughs> and be driven to work, right? And, and I think there's so much good to come out of that space. Uh, you know, I think about you know, older people who might not want to have a license actually then just move forward with an autonomous vehicle so they can actually get driven around. Uh, there's some real benefits to this stuff. Uh, I would advocate, I would argue that the, you know, the risks far outweigh, oh, sorry, the benefits far outweigh the risks. I hold true to all those statements. I, <laughs> I still can't wait for the autonomous car. I don't know, I don't know if I want you as an old pe- old person being carted around everywhere. <laughs> Do you want me as an old person driving? He, he already yeah, fair hey, enough. Yeah. He, he already can't hear. It'll be a little safer for everybody when he's no longer able it's to true. see. It is true. There was a cricket in my garage last night, and uh, I kept being told to go get it. I'm like, I can't. I can't hear it. I have no idea where that cricket is. So. Oh, boy. Uh, so a, a few of our favorites, it's, you know, I guess some items uh, that maybe represent – you know, the, the, the way we speak, the way we prepare, uh, the different topics that we sort of convey. I think, you know, segueing into things like autonomous vehicles and some of the security risks there, you know, I, we really did try to find intersections of, you know, modern IT or, or you know, societalized IT and security, which, which I think is cool. I mean, 50 episodes, uh, we're getting better, I think, at finding, you know, sort of the topics and figuring out what, what actually is relevant or resonates. Um, you know, you we, we do plan to some degree, right? <laughs> uh, it's it just it's just amazing how often we do roll into these just knowing it's going to be a conversation and trying to figure out where it goes. I, I think I aim or we should aim to do a little more sto- storytelling. Th- yeah. Those are the more 
interesting conversations that we have when speaking in front of people. And, you know, there's a real challenge in transforming that into something where you don't have an audience that can react to you in that moment. But we have a lot of really interesting stories, uh, whether we can share them or not is an open question, but, you know, at least sometimes it'd be worth doing. Yeah, that's always a challenge is that sometimes we just can't talk about some of the things that we do mm-hmm. to protect the innocent, if you will. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but we're, right, we're not. It is true. We're not theoretical, right? We are practitioners, and and we're having conversations, sometimes crazy ones, with clients all the time, uh, and just experiences that are worth relaying. And I think the stories are typically more interesting. Yeah, no doubt about that. Uh, so here's here's to another year that's upcoming. Uh, get some more ears on this. Maybe get a little bit more lighter. Uh, more lighthearted um, and see what the next year brings. But it's been fun for me. And I appreciate that both of you have been willing participants uh, throughout the entire year. So thanks for that. Yeah, it's been great. The, the groaning has nothing to do with willingness. Nothing, Don't worry nothing, about it. nothing to yeah. do with it. Uh, all right, guys. And on that, uh, just intended to roll back a little bit of what we did for the past year. We hope people enjoyed it. Uh, we appreciate all of you who have listened for the last year. Uh, and if this is your first one, we're looking forward to having you as listeners going forward. So thanks. We'd love to hear your feedback. Feel free to get in touch at Vancord on LinkedIn or on Twitter at Vancord Security. And remember, stay vigilant, stay resilient. This has been CyberSound. <laughs>